What a wonderful thing to know that we're loved. Don't you want to be loved? Amen. Don't you want to know people appreciate you and yes. that you're loved? And yes. Wow. To think about people loving us is one thing. But to think about how much he loves us. How much he cares. Amen. His brothers were flesh. So he loved them so much. He must become flesh. And he said, I will say the children that thou hast given me. And again he said, I will say, I will sing praises in the church to his holy name with my brothers. <laughs> Can you imagine the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end saying, I am not ashamed to call them my brothers. Well, I'll tell you, friend, if you ain't got two nickels, you can rub together tonight. You're blessed if God loves you. Amen. Aren't you happy to be in the house of the Lord? Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Trust y'all are doing well by the grace of God and keeping old King Corona out of your life and uh, got King Jesus there. We're going to get through this, saints. That's right. We're going to get through it. Let me believe it. We're going to get through it. Don't look so gloomy and sad now. Come on, everybody. Perk up. Turn that, that sad look upside down and smile. We're going to get through this time. We're going to be able to meet back together again. We'll forget A through G, H through whatever, and, you know, all, all them will be able to come back together. And meetings will resume before we know it. Uh, youth retreats will resume. And this one, that, and the other will resume. And we just thank God for it. It will pass. And whenever it does pass, we want to look back and say, well, by God's grace, I was kept. I found myself being stronger. I found myself being more consecrated to his word, to his will, having a greater desire. I don't know about you. I've got a greater desire to come to church than I've ever had in my life. I realize in times like this, some folks get used to staying home. And some, I'm not sure if they'll even come back or not, you know, because church don't mean that much to them anyway. But what gets me is a lot of the folks that fuss and gripe and carry on, they're the ones who randomly pick when they come, when they don't want to come, when they do want to come. But if the government tells them they can't come, they're taking my rights, hallelujah. Oh, it's all right for you. As long as you choose it, it's okay, huh? Well, the Bible tells us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. I believe that's not only a methodical type of tradition. I believe that's a desire in the hearts of the people of God. As a matter of fact, the verse I was quoting to you there from the book of Hebrews chapter 2, whenever he said he would sing songs in the church among his brothers. The Lord Jesus sitting at the table taking communion. And then he had foot washing. The scripture said they sang a hymn and they were dismissed. I don't believe Jesus just wanted to sing that one song. I believe he wants to make melody and us make melody back to him and our hearts so this is why we've come tonight to worship to sing to praise to hear the word no matter what you have need of in your life tonight our god is so much greater and so much bigger than all your needs and all your problems can we stand together praise the lord let's sing together touching jesus no matter what your, your need is tonight and I'm sure that many of you have great needs we just offer prayer brother Darrell and I for someone from the church is being under attack by the devil just a few minutes before I walked out 
We're just believing God tonight for a complete deliverance for that, that individual. Not only that one, but others of you that have needs in your life, whether it's physical, spiritual, financial, whatever it is. Don't focus so much just on all this that's going on out here, but focus on your need supplier and how great he is. Think of it. If all seven billion people on the face of the earth tonight were Christians and they all called on the name of the Lord at the same time, his power is so great, he would be able to hear each individual prayer. And if he chose to answer them all at one time, he could answer every one of them exactly at the same time and not send your package to my address. That's how great he is. That's how wonderful he is. Let's sing it together. A woman tried so many physicians Yet grew worse, so did Jesus She came And when that crowd Tried to restrain These simple words through her pain. Sing it with me now. Touching Jesus is all that really. Let's open our hearts to the word now. Let the Lord minister to us. Your life will never be the same there's only one way to touch him just believe when you call on his name I was bound when I knelt at the altar Remember that time, oh thank God They said Jesus could meet my every need When this prisoner finally Touch Jesus, oh praise God, He made me free, praise His name, I'm free indeed, everybody, praise God, oh touch in Jesus, is all that really
And we have that ability tonight. Amen. And if your life will never be the same. You know there's only, only one way to touch Him. Yes, Lord. wonderful name it is the name of Jesus amen no matter what the situation or how dire the situation or how dark the night is just the whisper of the name of Jesus the storm clouds will roll away the death leaves blinded eyes come open in the lame walk at the mention of the name of Jesus and then we find out that that name is the name of the family of God. And then you find out you're a part of the family of God. And then you find out you're a part of that name. And all the characteristics and all that goes with that name, you're a part of that, friends. Amen. It's not something we're going to be. It's who we are now. Amen. You see, uh, if you don't know who you are, nothing means anything to you. You know, when my daddy died of Alzheimer's, God bless his heart and Last few years of his life, he didn't even know didn't even know who he was. He thought I was Uncle Calvin, and the last time I was able to talk to him, he thought I was Calvin. And so I had a little party over at the nursing home for my daddy, and they gave him a little gift, and they called his name. They said Jim Ward. My daddy just laid there, and I said, "Hey, Daddy, you you better raise up, buddy. They got a present for you." But Brother Skip, he just laid there because he didn't know who he was. So the name Jim Ward meant nothing to him. And you see every gift, every promise of this word belongs to us. But if you don't recognize that, if you don't recognize he's talking about you, this word is speaking, of, it'll do you no good. It's just words on a page, friends. Oh, I long for the hour that these things that we're hearing, it's not just words, but it becomes a reality in our lives that we can say, this is who I am, amen. Well, I don't feel like it. He never said, did you feel it? He said, did you believe it? Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. If you have your Bibles this evening, turn with us to the book of 2 Corinthians. I want to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, a very familiar scriptures that Brother Donnie's been dealing with the last few weeks. But we just felt to go this way also. We trust it would be a blessing to you. Appreciate each one coming out. It's good. To, it's about the biggest crowd we've spoke to in a few weeks. But certainly good. A little bit nervous about it. But. Certainly good to see each one out and long for the day when we can all get back together. Amen. It's been, I think, nine weeks now that we've been home and certainly been good to be home. My wife has absolutely about worked me to death. Y'all pray for me. Amen. Everybody else gaining weight. I've lost about seven or eight pounds. <laughs> oh, mercy. That honeydew list is some kind of list, now I'm telling you. But nah, seriously, we've enjoyed being, being with the family and you know, the, you can see good in all kinds of things, you know, if you look hard enough. That's right. Amen. I want to read now from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting at verse 17. Do you love him tonight? Amen. Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And all things that are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself... By Jesus Christ, 
and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Then who has that word? We do. He hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. And then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Amen. Let us bow our heads. I want to speak to you this evening for a few minutes on the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ. The earthly ministry of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so grateful, dear God, to even have the understanding of why we have the privilege to call you Father. The Lord, it's not just a term that we use, but it is a reality. You are our Father. The Lord, as we bow in your great presence this evening, we are so grateful, Lord, that you have revealed your word to us. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Lord, we are so grateful that our souls are not anchored, dear God, upon a creed or some apostle's creed or a dogma or something that a church would give us to quote, Lord. It does not rest upon signing our name upon a row, but our faith rests tonight upon the unfailing realities of the word of the living God, Lord, knowing that we're a part of that word and heavens and earth will pass away, yet thy word will never fail, Lord. Amen. Father, what a privilege it is tonight to stand in your presence. And Lord, I pray, Father, that you would hear my humble prayer, Lord. For my precious sister, Janet McGarry, Lord, there in Arizona. That, oh, Lord, if you don't move for her, surely, Lord, there's not many days left. But, oh, God, I cry out to you tonight, Lord. May your spirit go to her, Lord, and put that heart back in right rhythm, Lord, and give her and Bobby few years more together. For, Lord, we know you are a loving Father. And, Lord, you love to do these things to your children when we ask you by faith. Amen. And, Lord, not only our dear sister, Lord, but those that would be suffering also, God, who is bound by fear, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, may they be loosed tonight, Lord. For you come to give us peace, Lord. Oh, God, bless your children tonight. Open the word to our hearts, Lord, that we could not only understand who we are, but we could understand who you are and what it is you want to do through us, Lord. Oh, God, we long for the hour that we can all gather back together. Until then, Lord, may we be faithful that when this trial is over, that our reaction to this trial would be pleasing to you, Lord. Grant it, Father, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this evening. Amen. Thank you, buddy. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. You see, Jesus 
was the way by which God reconciled. God was in Christ was how he done the reconciling. And now it's God in you continuing his ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation by the word of reconciliation. You see, they asked Brother Branham a question concerning the bride's ministry. They said, would the bride have a ministry? They said, Brother Branham, would the bride of Christ have a ministry before the rapture? And he says, sure. That's what's going on right now. You see, the bride of Christ, certainly it is. It's the message of the hour, see? The bride of Christ, sure, she consists of apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and pastors, is that right? Amen. That's the bride of Christ, sure. She's got a ministry, a great ministry. It's the ministry of the hour. It'll be so humble. And yet it's a great ministry. The bride has a ministry. Then what kind of ministry would she have? It would be a ministry of reconciliation by the word of reconciliation. It would be a humble ministry. And yet it would be a great ministry. It would be the ministry of the hour. Her ministry would be the message of the hour. Not God sent a prophet, but Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. So then according to Brother Brandon, the prophet of God, the last ministry before the rapture of the church is not a tape ministry. I said the last ministry of the church before the rapture is not a tape ministry. It is a bride ministry. It's his ministry in her. Amen. The prophet said, I believe that his earthly ministry has never ceased. Because he is in his people now. God was in Christ, Christ in the people. And he's doing the same works now that he did then. His earthly ministry has never ceased. Jesus said in John 14, 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while. And the world will see me no more. But ye will see me because I live. Ye live also. Amen. Then if Christ has raised from the dead, and we believe he has. If Christ has raised from the dead, then we should be able to discover Jesus Christ in his resurrection. Then if he has raised from the dead, how would we know him? You see, the two walked on the road to Emmaus and they were talking about Jesus and he stepped right out and started walking with him. He started walking with them, but they did not recognize him. Now, ain't that a sad thing that you can talk about Jesus and not know him when he shows up? They were talking about Jesus, about the current events. And yet when he stepped right out 
and started walking with them, they did not recognize him. It was only after he stopped at the evening time. Oh God. When he got them behind closed doors. And while he was alone and the door was shut, the world was on the outside. And they were shut in on the inside that he revealed himself to them. He picked up some of the bread and he broke it. And just the way he'd done it. And they knew him. And eyes come open. And they looked and said, there's only one man on earth who could ever do that. That's got to be him. No other man could ever break bread like that. It's got to be him. So when you find a group of people, when you find a group of people that's doing something that only he can do, you found Jesus. He's just in a different form. Now everybody's wearing masks now. And I heard someone say the other day, you know, people get used to seeing people in masks. And somebody, I was somewhere and they said to somebody the other day, they said, I see you've got on a different mask. It was the same person, but a different mask. Jesus has just changed his mask, amen. Hallelujah. They knew it was him because he'd done something that he'd done while he was with them. He has to do the same thing today as he did then. He must act the same way. If he does something different, it's not him. Because the Bible said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then whatever he done then, he's got to do it now. He'll got to do it tomorrow. Then how will we know that he's with us? When he does among us what he did among them. If he's raised from the dead, then he's obligated. He's obligated to do it because he cannot deny his own word. He can't take his word back. He said, my word will not return unto me void. He cannot take it back. He's got to keep his word. So let's watch for a few minutes and let's follow his blessed life and see if we can see what he was. And then if he has to be the same today in his church, he has to be the same way today as he was then. If he isn't the same, then he's not raised from the dead. Huh? If he isn't the same, if he isn't doing something right now that he did then, he's not raised from the dead. Now, let's watch now. When Jesus, just, as he took his earthly ministry, let's follow him for a few minutes and watch. What kind of thing did he did to prove that he was the Messiah? And watch the attitude of the people. Now, not to be rude, he said, but let me repeat that again so that you'll be sure to know that it's a double statement that I'm making. I'm making the same statement twice. Let us see what he did in that day to prove he was the Messiah and what he did then to show he was the Messiah. If he's the same today, he would do the same thing today. The earthly ministry of Jesus Christ. Now, let's start at the age of 12 when he was in the temple. Now Mary and Joseph had traveled. They had left the Feast of Pentecost. They were going back home and they traveled about three days, I believe it was, and they realized that he wasn't with them. Now ain't that something to go through three days thinking he was with them? But they had left him back at the Pentecostal feast. So they take a three days journey back 
And when they got back, where did they find him? They found him in the temple. They found him in the church. Oh, do you catch it? Do you see it? We've had a three-day journey. The day of justification. The day of sanctification. And the day of the restoration of the gifts. And where has it brought us back to? We find him the same place they found him. After those three works of grace, where did we find him? In his church. Where did they find him? In the temple. Where do we find him today? Justification makes way for sanctification. Sanctification makes way for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost makes way for the Holy Ghost himself. Christ in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my. Oh, where we find him? Where they found him? In his church. In the church. And she says to him, your father and I have sought thee with tears before those priests. She denied her own testimony, calling Joseph his father. She said God was his father. And now she's saying Joseph was his father. Your father and I have sought you with tears. And the boy, 12-year-old, he was with the word. He was the word. He said, know ye not. I must be about my father's business. If Joseph was his father, he'd have been down at the carpenter shop. But Joseph wasn't his father. God was his father. And he was straightening out those priests. He said, know ye not. I must be about my father's business. What was he doing? The word was correcting the error. The word always corrects the error, amen. amen. The word, yet young, spake for itself. Know you not, I must be about my father's business. That's the secret, the prophet said, of the message now. Just exactly the father's business. What is the father's business? Could you think of what the father's business was for him? I must be about my father's business. What was the father's business? You know what the prophet of God said it was? To fulfill, Isaiah said, a virgin shall to conceive. To fill, well, fulfill what Isaiah said again. The lame shall leap like a heart. And all these things that would take place where Moses said, The Lord your God shall raise up a prophet like it unto me. What was his business? To fulfill the father's will. To fulfill his word. Amen. Amen. To fulfill the prophecies of the prophets. To bring. What does the word fulfill mean? To bring to completion. To bring to reality. To achieve a realization. Something desired. Something promised. Something predicted. To bring it into reality. Then if his earthly ministry is on the earth today. Then in his bride. If his earthly ministry is on the earth today in his bride, then what must the bride be doing? Amen. Just showing up three times a week to church? No, sir. Oh, that's part of it. But that's not the only part of it. Huh? If he's on the earth today in his bride, what must the bride be doing? Brother Bram said, these shucks and uh, no more be nothing left in but just the grain. Said so the churches have been cursed because after the shut, there's no more left but just the grain. See, is that right? It's got to be the grain. It's got to be the same kind that went into the ground. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Spirit come upon the bride. The Spirit's come upon the bride to do the same things He did. Amen. 
it's the reproducing again of the grain then what is it now we must be about the father's business the wheat would cry back what does that tell us the wheat has a voice the bride is not deaf and dumb she's got a voice amen the wheat would cry back the grain yes sir the wheat the grain they have a voice what must they do? What is the Father's business? To vindicate Malachi 4. Vindicate Luke 17.30. Vindicate Hebrews 13.8. Vindicate St. John 14.12. Vindicate all of His Word. Amen. Amen. Vindicate Revelations, the 10th chapter, the opening of the seven seals and the mysteries of God, even down the serpent seed and all would be manifested. Marriage and divorce and all these other mysteries that's been hidden under the pillars all these years from the theologians and so forth. But it's now the hour. That's the father's business. That's the father's business to vindicate. Oh, my. You see, they can shout about a prophet. They can jump up out of their seats and scream about a prophet. But they can never vindicate him. He's not vindicated. Listen to me. He is not vindicated by listening to a tape. Well, it's going to be on Facebook. I'll hear about that. But it's the God's truth. You listen to tapes all day long and never hear one word that's said on it. Come on, somebody just becomes background noise we'll never vindicate him by being just a bunch of tape listeners should we listen to tapes yes but that's not our ministry amen the bride has done more in this hour oh god she vindicates what does she do she vindicates that prophet's message how by becoming that message in flesh the message that the prophet gave us in this hour comes out the tape player and becomes flesh in me and flesh in you, amen. That the word lives, that the word breathes. Hallelujah. Vindicate. She will vindicate. You know what vindicate means? It means to clear someone of blame and suspicion. To show or prove. To show or prove to be right. This bride will show and prove. That Brother Branham was the Malachi 4 of this day. These people bashing the message, bashing the messenger, accusing the message, accusing the messenger. Listen to me, friends. Those things will never be settled on a Facebook debate page. You're wasting your time. But let me tell you, God will silence their voices. God will shut them up. How? By this bride. Amen. For the final voice, the final voice in this hour is not their voice of ridicule, but the final voice of this hour is God in his people. Amen. Once more, the world will hear from God. It'll be through his people. Final voice to the final age. God will shut them up. Amen. Hallelujah. Shut up the scorners and the mockers. Hallelujah. She will show, she will show and prove that the message is right by becoming what it says because by this very message the very atoms in our bodies will be changed hallelujah now we find him 30 years of age we find him with a forerunner with the spirit of Elijah upon him in the water 
baptizing. And the lamb came to the water. And Jesus, after he's baptized, he went up out of the water. And the Holy Spirit came on him. And the powers of heaven and earth was given into his hands. Heavens and earth was united by the Spirit of God. Both God and man became one. A God-man walking on the earth. Brother Branham said in one place, when the, they were the Pentecostals was talking about the Methodists and the Baptists arguing among themselves. And the prophet of God said, wait a minute. As long as we fuss and fight among ourselves, we're no different than they are. We still walk as men. Amen. I wonder, Brother West, could there be, what was the prophet telling us? Was he telling us there is another way that you and I can walk upon this earth? Not as just a man, not as a God, but as a God man. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walking on the earth with the God who created me, living in me. Amen. I don't pack my God around as an idol. He packs me around. Amen. Amen. Look at the first Adam. When he walked on the earth, he had power over the heavens and the earth. Remember the prophet of God said, the wind blew and he'd go, ooh. And he'd say, peace be still. And the wind obeyed him. She said, you know, Adam, I think that mountain would look better over there. He said, be thou plucked up and removed. Heavens and the earth obeyed him. He could speak to the trees that obey him. He could speak to the wildlife that would obey him. He could speak to the waters. Everyone it was, everything obeyed Adam. The beginning of man on the earth. It's what God gave him power over. Everything on the earth. And now here's the second Adam and the Spirit of God coming upon him like a dove, descending out of heaven, and a voice from heaven which spoke above him and saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am pleased to dwell. To dwell. That was God coming in to Jesus. And in him was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. There's your Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. There's no place in the Bible speaking of three beings, three gods. There's no such a thing. It's pagan. If three is pagan, then two is pagan. Five is pagan. Come on, somebody. Prophet is saying this. Someone speaks up in the audience while Brother Branham is saying this. There's no place in the Bible that speaks of three gods. It's absolutely pagan. And someone in the audience speaks up and says, Billy Graham needs that. And the prophet says this. Well, he wouldn't. And he stops. He goes, well, Billy Graham needs this. Well, he wouldn't. And then he says this, look, listen, it's revealed, oh God. I jumped up and ran around the room. He said, listen, it's revealed to those who God calls and is predestinated by his foreknowledge. I think of Billy Graham. I have great respect for Billy Graham. To me, he was a great preacher. I enjoy listening to some of his messages. And I think, oh my, what a man of Billy Graham was. But when you hear this, you think he said he wouldn't. He wouldn't. But then he said, but, but you, do you understand that you see these things? Because God ordained for you to see these things. God predestined how happy that ought to make us. Brother Larry, we can see these things. 
Oh God, maybe I don't do that for you. I just does something. When I look at where I came from, when I look at my past, when I look at my family history, what I do, and then I look at this and see that God, not one thing I merited, but God, rich in His mercy, done this for me. He predestinated me to see this. Oh God, I'll make a Baptist shout. Oh God. Are you thankful? Are you thankful that your eyes are open? The earthly ministry of the groom. Then what about the earthly ministry of Christ in his bride? We're looking at his ministry, earthly ministry of Jesus Christ in his flesh, in his own flesh. But what about the ministry of Jesus Christ in his bride? Think about it. If the bride... Is to be the word. Then she's got to be of Christ. Part of the bridegroom. She's got to be the word. The word not for his day. The word of this day. He promised he would be this day. Look at his ministry. How did he bring Christ here? How did he bring Christ here? By the words of the prophets. He come to fulfill what Isaiah said. What Moses said. What did he do? He come to fulfill the words of the prophets. The words of the prophets is what brought him to the earth. How will he bring his bride here? By the word of the prophets. She comes the same way he comes. Not a church member, but the word made flesh in your day. Amen. How did he identify? How did he identify him when he come? He identified him by a man with the spirit of Elijah upon him. He come out of the wilderness. And how will he identify his bride? He promised in Malachi 4 the same thing. A man with the spirit of Elijah upon him. Oh God. Before he destroyed the earth. Like it was in the days of Sodom. Jesus' baptism. Baptized of the Holy Spirit which was in him. That come on him at the river of Jordan. After he was baptized in the water. John by record seeing the Spirit of God come down like a dove upon him. And when he went up. He sent that same robe that he was wrapped in. The Holy Ghost upon the church. Did you realize when you receive the Holy Ghost. You get what he got at the river that day. Not another Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost. You're wrapped in the same robe. Hallelujah. That he was wrapped in. And yet, he possessed all his powers. All the powers he possessed, both heavens and earth, was given into his hand. The powers of heavens and earth was given into his hands. And yet, he possessed those things in the wilderness. Because immediately upon being baptized, he went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But there in the wilderness, he never defeated him by his powers. He defeated Satan by the word. And how do we defeat Satan? He can imitate, he can personate every gift. But he cannot be the Holy Ghost. Amen. How do we defeat him in this hour? By the word. Because we are the word. Glory to God. I feel like speaking Apache. Amen. 
Oh God. He defeated him by the word. Amen. He began his earthly ministry. Remember, when he's here in the birth of the earthly body, if he'd done these things when he was here in his earthly body, then if he's resurrected from the dead and he's the same, then that same ministry would be in a body today on the earth doing the same thing or he's not resurrected. When he started his earthly ministry in his own flesh, the first thing that taken place, he began to preach the gospel to the poor. And the poor received him. And he immediately, the prophet said, became praying for the sick. Great signs and wonders began to happen. It stirred the curiosity of the people. The prophet said 70% of his ministry was upon divine healing. He healed the people. He healed the people. Blinded eyes, lame, dead, got up and went home with their mama. But he never done it one time to show his authority. But he done it to fulfill the scripture. He done it because the word said he would do it. Don't you see my brother, my sister praying for the sick as a bride's ministry. That's part of the ministry. The Bible said, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover. But we do not do that to show our authority. We do it to fulfill the scriptures. Amen. Because he said, if you can't believe me, believe the works that I do. They'll tell you who we are. If there's any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Let them be prayed over, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. That attracts the attention of the people to know there's a presence of a power somewhere that can do something that's beyond human understanding. Amen. It causes them to look to the Lamb of God. When something so miraculous happens that they've got no MRI or CT scan or anything in their medical book to explain it. And they have to say, it's a miracle girl. I never said that. Cheryl never said that. They said that. They're the ones that said she'd never walk again. They said she'd never speak again. They said she'd never swallow again. They said she'd never go to school again. That's what they said. And then when God did that and showed them, I am God. I can do what I want to do. Then they said, the very ones that said they couldn't, they said he did. And they said, she's a miracle girl. Hallelujah. He never claimed to be a healer. And neither do the bride. I'm not the healer. Remember when the black girl's down in Jonesboro, Arkansas? She said, if you get me to the healer, so I'll find my daddy myself. She asked Brother Brandon, she said, sir, are you the healer? 
He said, I am not. I am not the healer. I'm just your brother. Jesus Christ is the healer. It's not me that doeth the works. It's not Brother Donnie that doeth the works. It's not you that doeth the works. When you pray over that child with a fever, a mother with a compassion would pray over a child with a fever and God would break that fever. The mother didn't do that. The preacher didn't do that. It's not me that doeth the works. But it's my Father. Hallelujah. It's my Father that dwelleth in me. It's your Father that dwelleth in you. He doeth the works. It's not the bride that doeth the works, but it's Christ in her continuing his ministry. Christ in his church as the bride in Christ being one. Like husband and wife is one. The church in Christ being molded together with one person. The same Holy Spirit. And the things that Christ did, the church does also. Do you see it, he says. Do you see it? Or are you suffering from amnesia? Can we see that? Can we see that this is who we Well, someday. We always say that someday. Why not today? Why not tonight? Why can't it be us? Somebody's going to fulfill this word. It might as well be you. You might as well believe it's me. Amen. Things that Christ did, the church does also. That's the beautiful church there in holiness, in power, in majesty, seeing visions, signs and wonders, everything just like he did. Here it is on earth. Here it is on earth, giving all praise to God, Amen. saying I can do nothing except my Father shows me. Amen. Wait a minute, now that's spirit of discernment. The prophet said that's one to a generation. That's true. But yet the spirit of discernment is still in the body. When a preacher can say what you was talking about at your supper table to your wife. And you know he don't know one thing. It's the word. He's a discerner. There's a brother called a brother one time. Said, hey, I, I want to ask you about a certain situation. And the brother said, I don't know one thing about it. He said, I don't know anything about it. He said, well, said they... Uh, the sister said that, that she came up for prayer and you prayed for her. And the way you prayed, she said, talk to him. He knows what's going on. And the brother said, I don't know what you're even talking about. But he prayed what the sister needed. To the point that she thought he knew. That she told the other brother, ask this brother. Because he knows all about it. It wasn't him that knew about it. It wasn't him that knew about it. It was her father working through his body. He's just changed his mask. Amen. These things are molded into one. In his earthly ministry, he was a conqueror. He never preached a funeral. Death couldn't stay in his presence. How can death and life dwell together? They can't do it. When he was here in the flesh of his earthly ministry, he conquered sickness, sin, death, hell, and the grave. He was the mighty conqueror. And today he's in us, and that makes us the conquerors. Amen. Him in us, 
Christ comes in, conquers our passions, conquers our desires, conquers all the ungodly lusts. Why? He is the conqueror. Because he lives, we live also. He conquers everything that's ungodly. He's already did it. It's laying at your hands just to receive it. We see him in his earthly ministry as a conqueror. And today the conqueror is in us, making us more than conquerors through him. We're happy sitting here knowing the prophet said that we are conquerors possessing the gates of our enemies. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He came in the ministry of reconciliation to bring God's attributes back to himself. He found one, as Brother Donnie's beautifully been preaching about, one he found at the well. The woman at the well. Guess where he found another one? Up in a tree. He was walking along and he said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going home with you today. And Jesus said in Luke 19, 9, and Jesus said unto them, this day has salvation come to the house for so much. He also is a son of Abraham. Amen. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. He was a seed seeker. He was looking out. Hallelujah. For the elected seed. Then what is the bride doing in this hour? The prophet said, we're seeking out the little lost sheep. He won't come till that sheep is in. He won't come till that sheep is in. Because he said, I'll not lose a one. Everyone has to be in the foe. He won't close the door till the last one is in. So if you're hanging outside, please come in. Let's go home. He won't close the door till the last one is in. So minister brothers, I'm sure with you this morning of trying to hunt out. I'm with you here this morning trying to hunt out that last sheep. It might be in Phoenix, I don't know. But when that last one comes in, the shepherd will close the door. And what are we doing in this last day? Looking for the Gentile sheepies that belong to him. The earthly ministry of Christ in this church. Now he comes down to the end. He comes down to the end of his earthly ministry. In his flesh, his own flesh. You understand what I'm talking about? He comes down to the end of his ministry. And he peers unto them and he says, in Luke 24, 48, Ye are my witnesses. Verse 49, he says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father to you. Huh? Amen. Listen to what the prophet says now. He said, I send the promises that these testimonies have said. I send the promise that Isaiah spoke of. I send the promise that Joel spoke of. I send the promise that all the prophets that the Father showed through the prophets. I send the promise of my Father upon you. Behold, I will send the promise of my Father upon you. But wait in the city of Jerusalem. Stop your preaching. Stop your singing. Don't do nothing else. But go up there to the city of Jerusalem and wait. Until you be endued with power from on high. 
And on the day of Pentecost, when they were gathered in the upper room, there came out of heaven like a sound as of a mighty rushing wind. And cloven tongues sat upon each of them. Every one of them had their own experience. Amen. And they were all filled. They were all filled. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And Peter took the keys and began to unlock the kingdom, saying, repent, every one of you. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to your children's children, even as far off as many as our Lord our God shall call. And 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom. Christ and his alpha bride continuing his ministry doing what he did seeking out the seed brothers this first church they cast out devils they preached the gospel with boldness Peter was so full of the Holy Ghost his shadow touched a man and healed him that was the alpha bride he brought salvation to the lost signs and wonders and the Bible says in Acts 4 and Peter standing there with his great ministry that day should be known to all unto all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ whom you crucified whom God raised from the dead even by him doth this man stand here before you whole this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders which became the head of the corner neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given under men whereby ye must be saved and when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant they marveled and took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus but I say something they hadn't been just with Jesus but he was with them right then amen hallelujah the ministry of Jesus Christ in the Alpha Church what was it God had showed by that first church that he was God he had the church perfected. But the church, like all other seed, must fall into the ground and die. And waste away. But his ministry never ceased on the earth. So he said, I will restore, saith the Lord. But he said, I believe his earthly ministry has never ceased. Because he is in his people now. He is in his people now. Where do you reckon Jesus is? Just look around. He's just changed his mask. It's the same Jesus in broad form. God was in Christ. Christ in the people. God was in Christ. Christ in his people. I've told you this before, but I want to keep telling it. Until I can see it like I saw it that day. I was laying in the hospital chapel floor in Holston Valley. And Jessica was laying up on the ventilator. And the doctor said she was dying. And I was laying there on the floor and I was crying out to God. I didn't care who heard me. I didn't care who looked in the window and seen who that maniac was that was crying. I had to get a hold of God. My baby was dying. And I said, Lord, if you was here like you were 2,000 years ago, 
All I have to do is touch your garment. And I said, I could go up there and I could get my baby and I could take her home. All I would have to do is touch your garment and I could take her home. And while I was laying there, God is my witness. A voice spoke to me just as real as I've ever heard a voice. It wasn't audible, but it was in my heart just as clear. And the voice said this, my bride is here. But my bride is here. My bride is here. If you touch her, you have touched me. Oh God. Then I jumped up, Brother Donnie, because I realized all I have to do is get Brother West, get Brother Donnie, get Brother Deuce, get Brother... Hallelujah! Get Brother Jesse. That's all I had to do was get a believer to come and lay their hands upon my daughter. It was just the same as Jesus Christ laying his hands upon her because that's where he's at today. He is in his people. Amen. Amen. Those in the bride, those in the bride do only his will. No one can make them do otherwise. Sounds like a sold out people to me. Amen. They have. Oh, I like this right here. I like this quote right here. I've sure been questioned enough on it. They have. Thus saith the Lord. Well, I can't wait till the day that we can say that and it's a hundred just that roar of amens. And not a, well, I don't know. I thought only a prophet had done, saith the Lord. Amen. They have thus saith the Lord. Or they keep still. They know that it has to be God in them doing the works. Fulfilling his own word. He did not complete all his work while in his earthly ministry, in the ministry of his flesh. So he must work in and through the bride. Because he did not finish an aspect of his ministry while he was here. What part of his ministry did he leave off? That he would have to come in the last days in his bride to finish it. That the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ would be an earthly ministry in the day we're living. Think about it. He did not complete all of his work while in his earthly ministry. So now he must work in and through the bride. Then I love this next part. She knows that. It's been revealed to her what her position is. What she is on the earth. She knows that. For it was not yet time for him to do certain things that he must do now. But he will now. Somebody say now. now. He will now fulfill through the bride. He will now fulfill through the bride. The work which he left for this. I can't say that word. But. Pacific time. I can never say that word. I'm hillbilly. I'm sorry. It's S-P-E-C-I-F-I-C. Somebody say it. Oh, I wish I could say that. I bet I can say it and I get to heaven. 
may not need to then, but I'll be able to. Amen. <laughs> Sorry, made myself laugh. He will now fulfill through the bride that work which he has left for a time. What is that work? When he was here, he went to the Jews and he went to the Samaritans. But he did not go to the Gentiles. He forbid his disciples to even go to the Gentiles. Not one time did he ever declare himself like that before the Gentiles. Why? He was leaving it for this day. So in this day, he will declare himself to the Gentiles through his bride. The Messiah sign, the super sign, God in flesh will be on display in the bride, amen. The final voice to the final age. He'll have to make himself known to the Gentiles the same way he made himself known to the Jews and the Samaritans. He did, if he declared himself through theology with them, he would have to declare himself with theology through the Gentiles. But if he come as a son of man, he would have to come as a son of man to us. Amen. Amen. If he acted back there, he would have to act the same today in this Gentile time, just as it was at the end of the Jews' generations. He made himself, he appeared. And at the end of the Gentile dispensations, at the consummation, he shows himself again in his people. Amen. Christ in his church. Amen. The Gentiles will receive the Messiah sign, the super sign, the hour that we're living in. Oh God, he said, the world is falling apart. Can you say amen to that? Amen. There hangs bombs. There hangs things just to do exactly. The world is falling apart. There's bombs ready to destroy the earth right now. Space wars and all these things. Germ warfare. All these things breaking out upon the earth. Earthquakes in diverse places. All the, all the things prophesied. And the church is ready. She's sealed. Sealed in. Ready to come. There will be an outpouring. A big outpouring of the Spirit. Yes, sir. To grab that church. And to take her into the skies. Because the church, the word, the bride, and Christ, his ministry is in his bride. His ministry is in his bride. The earthly ministry of Jesus Christ is in you. Amen. Not just the pastor, not just the prophet, not just the evangelist, but in the housewife, in the painter, in the yes, sir. Amen. Christ in his church, continuing his works. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you love him? Christ. In his ministry, his ministry is in his bride, which is his body. His ministry is in his bride, which is his body. Amen. The supernatural body of his here on the spiritual body on the earth. His spirit is in there living his life right out unto him and the church becomes one in the wedding. See, they become one. He takes them just a little minority in the last days. In the evening time, it shall be light. The clouds are rolled back. The same Jesus, the same Holy Spirit that moved upon the eastern people, that moved in the eastern people, is moving in the western people. 
The same Holy Ghost, same signs, same wonders, same Jesus, same yesterday, today, and forever, bringing forth the same results. And guess what? The same critics. And the same unbelief strikes it. You know, Brother Jesse, I come in this message probably before you was ever born. What year was you born, Jesse? 97. Oh, yeah, a long time before you were ever born. Just forget I said anything, Jesse. But when I first come into this message, you hardly heard anybody bash the messenger or the message. But they sure are doing it now. Huh? The same critics, the same unbelief strikes it. But it, oh God, it shall prevail. It shall move on. The bride will not be shut down. The COVID-19 virus will not shut us down. Do you hear me, church? We are unstoppable, undefeatable, unmovable. Hallelujah. Oh, all powers in heaven and earth is given into my hand. Go ye into all the world and I'll go with you. And whatever you bind on earth, I'll bind in heaven. And whatever you loose on the earth, I'll loose in heaven. What is it? The ministry of reconciliation by the word of reconciliation. The evening lights. The Bible said they would shine in the last days. The evening light is the same light in the west. The same light that was in the east. The same light that shined in the east. That brought forth the first church. The Romans cut down by their pagan worship and so forth. In the evening light is the same light. Now notice, the same light. What's the evening light come out for? What is the evening light for? What is the evening light for? To restore. To restore. To bring us back to our rightful position as sons and daughters of God. The message has come not to make us Branhamites. The message has come to restore us back to our proper position. You may have been dislocated for a long time, but he's putting the hip in place. He's putting the finger in place. Everybody's finding their place. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the same purpose. What's the light for? To restore. You get it? The evening light is for the same purpose. The morning light was to restore what was cut down by the dark ages through Rome. God is going to restore by shining forth the evening light. To restore the whole word of God again. To restore the whole word of God again. That the full, not partial, the full. Wesley had a part. Luther had a part. But we're way up the ladder now. We're further up the road now. To restore the whole word of God. The full, oh God, the full manifestation of Christ in his church. Everything he did, just exactly the way he did it, would be again in the evening light. Everything he did, just the way he did it, would be again in the evening light. You see what I mean? Oh, isn't that wonderful? To know we're living. To know we're living right here. To see it. To see it. Do you see it? 
Do you see your day? Do you see your hour? Do you see who? Have you looked in the mirror? Have you looked into the mirror of his word? Can you say, why mama? It's me. It's me, Brother Wade. I was, I was talking about the Messiah. And Messiahs. Messiah and Messiahs. Little Messiahs. They are the light. They are the light of the church today. The light of the world. Jesus said to his disciples, ye are the light of the world. Now you're the candle that's set on the hill. A light that can be seen from everywhere. We are the light. If we are, we reflect his Messiah light. The Messiah sign follows. The Messiah sign follows the Messiahs. The same as it follows the Messiah. It's wonderful that we can see that in him. But it's even greater when you can see that in you. This is who you... Does, oh, does, does that make you arrogant? It's the wrong revelation. It actually makes you humble. Because when you realize it's not me that doeth the works. It's him that doeth the works. Oh, if the great holy church only realizes its power to do these things. It's power to do these things. But there's so much doubt and fear and trembling. Wondering if it will. Could it happen? As long as that exists. As long as that exists. The church can never stand upright. And when every talk of fear is vanished. And the Holy Spirit is completely in control of the church. Then all fear is gone. The church has the power. See why? They have everything that heaven owns is behind them. They're ambassadors of the throne. Absolutely. An ambassador of Christ has the authority that everything that Christ owns belongs to that ambassador. Everything that Christ owns belongs to you. If somebody gave me a Walmart store, I would tear that thing apart seeing what I had. Wouldn't you? First place I'd go be the hunting section. All these things belong to us. I think it's time we get up and look around and see what our fathers left us. See what's on this shelf. See what's on that shelf. See what's in the next aisle. Don't sit here till we die. Let's stand up and be who we are. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world. Ye are my witnesses. After the Holy Ghost has come on you. What is a witness? He's an ambassador. He witnesses something. The whole powers of heaven is right in your hands. Oh, why do we sit and the church is barren? And we sit dormant is because we don't recognize these things. But I say tonight, oh church of God, let us arise. And shake ourselves. Listen to the words that's being preached. Super sign. Listen to the things that are being brought forth in this hour. That was never came forth when I first came into the message. When I first came into the message. The first time I ever heard of the message was in 1966. A little boy, a man brought a tape player to my daddy's house. Set it on the kitchen table. I can barely remember him. The next time I heard about it was when this church came into the message. I think it was 1971, 72, some of the older brothers. I was just a kid. And I got cold on the Lord and mom and daddy took me out of church from the time I was 10 till I got out of the army. 
I would drive by this church going back to the army, stationed at Fort Bragg. When I was 21 years old, I met him in an old building in Jonesburg. Sister Janet, I knew it was him because I felt him when I was a boy. He had come to me when I was a boy. And I knew it was him. And when I come into this message in 1981, I started coming to this church as a believer. And the things that was being preached was God sent a prophet, God sent a prophet. But look how much further up the road we are now. And now we're not just hearing about the prophet, but now we're hearing about ourselves, who we are, what God wants to achieve in our lives, what God wants us to be before he lifts us off this earth, that the body and the head can unite as one, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, spirit of his spirit, life of his life, blood of his blood. It's the hour, it's the season that these mysteries of God have been made open we become the word as we receive the word. Do you love him? Listen as I close. The brothers come to the instruments. We'll close. That's why the rapture of the bride, the wise virgin, the called out, the foreordained, the elected. Listen to this quote. That's why the rapture, the bride, the wise virgin, the called out, the foreordained, the elected. Why you businessmen wouldn't run your office like some people try to think that God runs his program haphazard? God knew. Before the foundation of the world, who would be saved, who would not be saved by predestination, by foreknowledge. He saw every member put every name on the Lamb's book of life before the church ever began. Jesus come to seek and to save that which was lost, that which was on the book. He bought the book of redemption. It was lost and he redeemed us. And all the names that's on that book was redeemed when he redeemed the book. You're not here by chance. You are not here by chance. He knows your name. He put your name. He could put you in Luther's day. Wesley could put you in Didi day. But he put you in this day. And he waited in love, Brother West. He waited in love for us to appear. He says, there he is. There she is. There he is. There she is. Would the bride have a ministry? Brother Brennan, would the bride have a ministry before the rapture? Sure. It's going on right now. It'll be a great ministry. It's the message of the hour. It's the word of the hour. It'll be a great ministry. And yet, it's so humble. So humble that people fall all over it. But yet it's Jesus. It is people fulfilling his promised word. A little while the world will see me no more. But ye shall see me. For I'll be with you. Even in you. Oh, church, do you see who you are tonight? Do you see your position? Brother, I'm not a preacher. He never called you to be a preacher. He called you to be a housewife. But it's Jesus in a housewife. It's Jesus in a painter. It's Jesus in a policeman. It's Jesus carrying out his ministry. 
and a hospital worker. It's Kukard. A housewife. A teenager. And when you walk by, they can say, I saw Jesus today. I saw Jesus in a man on the airplane. I saw Jesus at Walmart. I saw him. It was him. He just changed his mask. Oh, friends. That'd be me, Lord. That is the way you feel. That'd be you. Let me see myself more clear in the word. I'm not a church member. I'm a son of God. God is my father. He's my buddy. He's my partner. Yes. I can talk to him. Just like I talk to you because we're buddies. He wants to be personal. Many people try to make him an impersonal God that is just upon a cloud somewhere and creating his creation. He's lost all interest in it. And he just sets back. Brother, that's what many people, Brother said, that's what many people are apt to think. But that's wrong thinking. He is both creator and sustainer of his bride. He is in her midst. Do you love him tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Let's just bow our heads. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I've said there's a little room. I looked at these things, Lord. <laughs> Lord, I just don't have the words in my heart to tell you how grateful I am <laughs> that you have loved me, Lord. <laughs> to look upon these things. <laughs> to see these things. <laughs> to be a part of these things. Oh, God, let me, Lord, be more yielded to you. You don't need my ability. You just need my skin. Let me yield more to you, Lord. That you can do the work, your work, your ministry, through me, Lord. Not just when I'm behind the pulpit, but when I'm at home, when I'm at the gas station, wherever I would be, Lord, that I could be a yielded vessel, that you, Lord, could speak through me, that you could use my hands to touch the fevered brow. That you could use my lips to speak words of comfort. 
that you could look through my eyes with compassion. Oh God, let them, let them see you in me. Grant it tonight, Lord Jesus. May that be the prayer of every person here tonight, Lord. That we could be in our rightful position. That we could be this ministry. It's on the earth now. It's not something that's coming, Lord. I believe it's here now. Christ is now in His people. Continuing His ministry. A continuation of His ministry. Oh, God. Oh, God. Grant it, Lord. Grant it tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Is that your desire tonight, friend? I just wonder, wherever we're at right now, don't worry about the COVID, don't worry about those things. While we're here in this presence that you feel right now, Let's make that commitment, each of us. Let's make a reconsecration, a rededication of our lives to be more sensitive. To be a vessel. A surrendered vessel that our Father can work through. Grant it, Lord. Grant it tonight, Lord Jesus. Take these hands, Lord. Take these hands, I lift them up, Lord. Oh, God, take these eyes, take this heart, Lord. Take this breath, Lord. Grant it tonight, Lord. If that's your desire, friend, I wonder if you just stand to your feet, if you just raise your hand to him, say, Lord, in your own way, can you just talk to him just for a minute? He wants to be your buddy tonight. He wants to be your partner tonight. He's your friend. Just tell him what's on your heart tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Just tell him what you desire to be. Lord, we give you our children tonight. Oh, God, take them, Lord. We give them to you, Lord. Oh, God, we give you our ability. We give you everything we have tonight. We just give it into your hands, Lord. Use me, God, in this last day, great push. That the world would once more see you. Grant it tonight, Lord Jesus. That I might become him by the grave. Oh, he That I might become him by grace. He became me that I might become him by grace. Oh, he took 
Lord for doing that. He just before we close if there would be a need you said brother I just I just have a need my body is sickness or I was like the church remembering prayer if you just raise your hand up where you're at tonight and say I have this need now if what we preach tonight is true you could come up here me and brother Donnie we could pray for you but if you have a really revelation that person beside you tonight he's right there with them right now he's right there beside you right now so you just lay hands on each other, your family, husbands and your wives, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. Just lay hands on one another right now. And I want you to believe that Christ is in you, fulfilling his ministry. These signs shall follow. The, do you believe? Amen. These signs shall follow them that, well, Brother Darrell didn't feel nothing. Feelings have nothing to do with it. Emotions have nothing to do with it. We don't even do it by authority. We do it to fulfill the scripture because the word said this is what we do. They shall lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover. These signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe? Amen. It's just me now. Amen. Heavenly Father, thy word is true, Lord. God, we stand here tonight as a body of believers, Lord, knowing, dear God, that you are in the midst of your people, even as you said you would be, Lord. Father, you said, dear God, that these signs would follow them that believe that we would lay our hands upon one another and they would recover, dear God. And Lord, many are tonight of the needs of the people, God. Some of them, Lord, Father, with back trouble. Some of them, dear God, with arthritis trouble. Some of them with sugar diabetes, dear God. Some of them with depression because of the lockdown, Lord. Some of them nervous tonight, dear God. Some of them being gripped by fear tonight, Lord. Some of them, dear God, not feeling well. Upset stomach, Lord. Some of them tonight, dear God, maybe they're battling some kind of besetting sin. But oh God, as the body of Christ tonight, we unite ourselves together against our enemy and we say to Satan you are defeated Satan we are possessors of the gate of the enemy tonight and we say in the name of Jesus come out of my brother come out of my sister tonight in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God we ask it tonight let the sickness leave the people let fear leave the people oh father God let the power of the resurrected Jesus Christ move upon the hearts of the people to hear God Oh, Lord, you see the need of Brother Louis, Lord. Going in the morning for an MRI, I pray, Almighty God, before he ever gets on the table, may the hand of the living God touch him, Lord. Oh, God, may the numbness leave his body. For the glory of God, we ask it, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray for that sister there in North Carolina with a shaking hand, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, may it leave her by the rising of two sons, we pray. For Father God, we believe the authority as believers, oh Lord. We stand here in our rightful position, Lord, as yielded vessels to the living God. Flow through us, oh God, one to the other. Let revival fire fall in every heart, oh God. Let there be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, a renewing and a revival, dear God. In every home, Lord, in every heart, dear God. Grant it, Lord Jesus. Grant it, Lord God. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, what is cancer under God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are my peace, Lord. You are my shield, my buckler. You're the lifter of my head. You're the lifter of my head. Oh, hallelujah. You're the lifter of my head. Thou, O oh Lord, are a shield unto me. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. Amen, amen. Oh, do you love him tonight, friends? How many believes God heard your prayer tonight? Then why don't you just raise your hand and thank him for it. Oh, thank you, Lord, for hearing the prayer of the one that laid their head upon me tonight. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for hearing the prayer of your people tonight. For moving upon us, Lord. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, saints, tonight. Do you love him, friends? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you, saints. Certainly enjoyed being here with you. Trust something was said to help you and encourage you. Amen. Isn't he wonderful? Oh, hallelujah. You know that song, Brother Josh, Thou, O Lord? You know, sing it for us, amen. Let's just sing it for Brother Donnie, because can't we just worship him just a minute? Amen. I desire your prayer tomorrow. We're going to travel over to North Carolina. Brother Lindsey McGrady's service over there tomorrow. Looks like the phone's calls are starting to pick up, and won't be long. We'll be going back out, I guess. Certainly, certainly enjoyed being home. Enjoyed the time. Beth, you all folks, I love you so much. Thank you, Brother Cecil Babb. Some of the brothers that's gone on, Brother Alan McKinney, some of the pillars of the church here when I was just a boy, Brother Bill Whitson, J.D.'s daddy, my Uncle Calvin. Oh, what an honor it is to serve with such great men of God. And to see them pass the torch on to us, and now we're passing the torch on to another generation if it lives that long. Oh, friends, let's be faithful and true that the light will always shine forth from Happy Valley. And that we'll always be happy because he's with us. Amen. Sing it for us, brother. Amen. Oh, Lord, are a shield for me. You're the glory and the lifter of my
Don't you appreciate his word tonight? Hallelujah. Think of what a place, friends, that the Lord Jesus condescended to. Brother Branham describes him and said he never preached a funeral. And death couldn't stand in his way. Death couldn't be around him. And yet, death, it seemed like, conquered him. Isn't it amazing when he was in the manifestation of his ministry? He would touch a bar of a coffin and say, young man, arise. And death couldn't stand in his way. But yet in order to bring us to full redemption, he had to allow death to take his life. Why, Brother Louie? For you. For me. So we could be fully, completely redeemed by his grace. Don't we appreciate him tonight? In the midst of our trouble, in the midst of all the things that we go through, remember, we've got a mighty conqueror. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Praise God. Ain't it been good to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. So when do y'all get to come back again next Saturday night? My goodness. Well, hopefully it won't be long. We'll all be able to get together again. Let's just pray all these numbers. We're flatten the curve. Let's say we blow that curve plumb out of existence. We can all get back together again. You know, I don't like it going to a restaurant. I don't like going into, into Lowe's one direction, going out another and all that thing. But you know what gets me more than anything? Church. Church. I can live without Lowe's. I can live without going out to eat. I can live without going to Walmart. I don't know how long it's been since I've even been there. But I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to the house of God, this is my life. And it just ain't a third of you been here at one time. I want us all to be together. That's right. It just ain't right. Really? It, it just ain't right when a third of us is here. And then another third. And then another third. I don't want the third. I want all of us together. Amen. Let's just pray God will move. God can move on the president. He can move on whoever it is calling these shots. And they just get up in the morning and say, let them all come back. Let them all come back. I don't know why I even said that. But, well, I believe our God's mighty. Amen. Well, at least our president this week said churches were essential. Thank God. I'm glad some heathen ain't in there anyway. Praise the Lord. Hey, friend, I'm not teasing. Let's just pray we can get back. We want to get back to the house of God and get back together. Praise the Lord. We'll just throw everybody an air hug and say, God bless you. Amen. Brother Louie, can you get up here, buddy, and sing us a good song before you go? Remember, Brother Louie, in the morning, he's having a MRI. I'm going to be checking him out and see what in the world's going on with him. We're just believing God to, to move for our brother. Amen. Amen. Just, just remember, Brother Louie. The Lord Jesus suffered stripes in his body so Brother Louis could be healed in his. We believe that tonight, don't we? That's right. God bless you, buddy. We love you with all of our hearts. Appreciate Brother Louis. God bless you, saints. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good to be in the house of God. I know that. You love the Lord. You love the Lord. 
Well, smile at somebody. Tell them God is good. Well, I know my God is good. Yes, He is. He's good all the time. God is good. Yes, He is. He's good all the time. You can search the whole world over. No greater friend you'll find. He's not good just once in a while. He's good all the time. Sing it. Well, I said my God is good. You know he is. He's good all the time. God is good. Yes, he is. He's good all the time. You can search the whole world over. No greater friend you'll find. He's not good just once in a while. He's good all the time. One more time. God is good. Yes, he is. He's good all the time. God is good. Yes, He is. He's good all the time. You can search the whole world over. No greater friend you'll find. He's not good just once in a while. He's good all the time. I said my God is good, I know He is, He's good all the time, God is good, yes He is, He's good all the time, you can search the whole world over, no greater friend you'll find, He's not good just once in a while. But he's good all the time. Give him a hand, clap of praise if you love him. Brother, if you want to start dismissing now, remember the service in the morning. You pray for the service in the morning. God bless you. God is good all the time. Let's sing it as we leave tonight. One more time, if you will. I said my God is good. I know he is. God is good, yes He is, He's good all the time, you can search the whole world over, no greater friend you'll find, He's not good just once in a while, He's good all the time.